Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession, Confession. Malik Yoba has expressed his love for all women, including trans women, but he did not mention the alleged underage trans prostitutes he slept with. Nicki Minaj says she's retiring, and Kevin Hart talks to Lil Nas X about coming out as gay, but with his homophobic jokes, is Lil Nas trying to hear all that? What's good, guys? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Nottello, and you're listening to the one and the only Confession
at my goddamn wedding, you know, you, my mom, my dad, and my little sister, you know what I'm saying, and Giovanni, our, our oldest son. So really nobody came, you know, and there was a couple people that was invited, a couple more people. So um, so we're looking forward to the day when we can actually, you know, do something big, something that we can, like, this was nice, it was memorable. Yeah, we got married. We had a really good time in Vegas, but actually get dressed, dressed up, you know what I'm saying? Look beautiful, you know. We hadn't had a chance to to do that, so maybe when we renew our vows, you know, that's something that we can go ahead and do because, um, you know, we coming up on six years of marriage, and um, you know, it's just it's going to be time to renew those vows pretty soon. So I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Anyway, so um, yesterday was my little brother's birthday, um, so we went to go see it, and that was really fun. Oh, no, we went to go see it on Friday. That was really fun. Um, I fell asleep, like, throughout the fucking last, like, hour of the movie because the movie was, like, fucking three and a half hours long and some shit was reckless. I'm like, bitch, I'm not staying up for this long-ass movie. So um, we got there at 8.30, left at, like, 12 o'clock in the morning, okay? Like, long as fuck. So, um, but that was fun. That was a good time. We were supposed to go to Pottawatomie Wattle Masters, but she got so goddamn late, and niggas just wanted to go home and go to bed. So, um, and then yesterday, just kind of relaxed, hung out. My sister took her shopping and did things like that. And she bought my sister, my son some school clothes and shoes and stuff like that, so I appreciated that. And every other weekend, uh, September is a busy month for us. Like, next weekend, we have this big, huge party um, that we're going to on Friday, actually. My mom, she has crab legs, full lobsters, lobster tails, full crabs. You know, uh, crawfish, just shrimp, just all of this shit that she paid like over a thousand dollars for, like all of this stuff. And she's cooking all of this stuff for a huge birthday oh bash for God. her and my son and then my brother. And she's inviting everybody in the family over, so she's doing like all of this shit, and it's crazy. She's gonna be probably cooking for hours, you know. So and then they got ribs, they got um, like deviled eggs, and just other shit you know, little dips and stuff like that on top of all of the seafood that she paid, like, well over $1,000 for. You know, she's been buying this shit and saving up for, like, two months. She's been paying for all of this shit, you know, every month buying a whole bunch of different shit. And, like, she actually just sent me home with two whole entire lobsters. Like, cook these, let me know how they come out, tell me how to do it. Like, okay, gotcha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. she's not playing any games. So that's that's next weekend. Or this weekend. Then the following weekend after this, y'all, yes, I know so much. Um, I'm sending my, I'm taking my mom out for her birthday. Actually, I'm taking my mom, the whole family pretty much out. Um, and then the next day after that, then I'm taking my son to Chicago for his birthday to go to Minnie's the time. So, yes, that's, that's going to be our long September. But anyway, you guys, it has been so much going on. And so I'm just looking forward to being able to wind down and have a good time. But overall, just make sure that you guys check us out on Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, this podcast from Blog Talk, Anchor, and send those confessions to us at confessions number to us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe, tag us in that drama, and let us know what topics you like to discuss. Um, Jen, do you want to go ahead and hit them with a young LMO confession question of the day? Yes. Confession question. Confession question. Is it possible to lead a person on without knowing what you're doing, or are you that clueless? Again, is it possible to lead a person on without knowing what you're doing, or are you that clueless? 
And with that, let's get into those confessionals. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. <laughs> first, confession. first confession question. Yes, and this is according to the Grio. Hosea Chanchez, or Chanchez, I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm going to say Chanchez. Um, Hosea Chanchez is ready to share his truth with the world, and he did just that on Tuesday morning. The actor who is best known for playing Malik White on the game from 2006 through 2015 took to social media to reveal that he was molested at age 14. He will always tell me I was like his other son, so I can't trust he's always looking out for me. So I can trust he's always looking out for me. Further building my trust and commitment to his predatory agenda, he explained. A week before this day, my friend's dad was asking me what type of girls I liked and if I had sex with a girl yet, he said. I didn't know at the time, but he was trying to see where my boundaries were. He was using false hyper-masculinity masculinity masculinity as a way to sniff out my comfort level with sex and privacy. Hosea Chanchez identified his abuser as Isaac Sanders and explained that he molested him in a car while driving him home one day. I hope this truth helps to stop child molesting predators from sexually assaulting more children, he said. Pedophiles have no place in our society. They hide in the open and rape children who are afraid to speak up because of shame, guilt, fear, denial, and the thought that no one will believe them. I'm doing this to help parents and young children become aware of some of the signs and better protect themselves from sexual predators. That's sad. Mm-hmm. I think that is really sad, like, you know what I'm saying, when you get raped as a child, you know, you know you're know, you a little kid, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's something that a lot of kids, even though a lot of kids never get over that, you know, it happened so long ago, some of those details are able to fade out. You know, you can actually fade out some of the things that could have happened or that you think have happened. I think, and I don't think that getting raped as a child or as a teenager or an adult is worse than anything, but I really think that when you get raped as a teenager or something like this, I mean, that shit is really, really going to fuck you up. This is not something that you can think about, you know, in, in three or four years that you're going to just, you know, oh, I, I'm going to erase some of those memories. Like, no, you're going to always remember exactly down to the detail, down to the uh, station on the radio, the the way the car looked, you know what I'm saying, what you were saying, everything. You're going to remember it all, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that's just so horrible that at 14 years old, like, I remember at 15, some stupid-ass things I did, you know what I'm saying, sneaking around, being fast. I remember working, getting a job, you know, shit that happened at work where, you know, I got in trouble or got hit, you know what I'm saying, uh, with machines and stuff. I remember all of that shit vividly. So I can't imagine being sexually assaulted, you know, at that age, you know what I'm saying. As And you all know, me and Jen talk about it all the time, you know, we were victims of sexual abuse, you know what I'm saying. And there are things that I cannot remember about that time because I was so young. If I was 14 years old, I definitely would have remembered it all because I do remember a, a fair amount of details. So I just feel really bad, but I feel like I'm so happy that he came out, you know, and told everybody about what happened. And why the hell, like, people are just so gross, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just are so horrible. Like, you know, you this 14-year-old boy, like, really, I'm just going to rape you tonight? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, that's why I be trying to tell my son, like, don't trust nobody. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you be having all of these, like, no, you can't, you just can't trust people. And I do ask my kid all the time, and now all the time to the point where it's like, in his brain, does anybody touch you here? Anybody touch you there? And his response to me is, why would anybody do that? I don't know. I'm just asking. You know what I'm saying? And then that's it. You know, I won't even bring it up. I try and change the subject. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's crazy. And a lot of parents, they don't even be asking their kid, what happened? Or what's going on? Or why are you changed? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me because I know as a mother, if somebody did it to my 14-year-old, I would have shot their bitch ass, okay, period. What do you think, Jim? That's it. That we dead and gone, dead and gone, child. Um, but, mm-hmm. I, mean, it's, I, I mean, it's just terrible. You know, it's sad that at his age, I'm how old is he? He has to be pushing 40. He's just not letting go. Yeah. Um, Yep. You know this. And that's what I'm saying. Exactly. And this is like the first time that he has, you know, vocally mentioned that he was molested and spoke of, you know, the person that did molest him. And also, Mm -hmm. you know, I was also heard that this person has done this to not just him, he's done this to multiple different, you know, um, young boys. So it's just really sad. And um, I don't think the statute of limitations in um, for child every year exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like he should, you know, press charges or what. I don't know what he plans on doing. The man's career is definitely growing, you know, but um, because I think he was. At a university, if I'm not mistaken, like he was a faculty member at a university, so um, yeah, I mean it's 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 sad. Like you put your trust in someone, and then they just completely take advantage. You know, I just feel like what you were saying, you just cannot trust your children around anyone. Like this is yeah. it's crazy. This is a 14 year old, 14 year old like a teenager. I know. Boy. And it's just like mm-hmm. she's comfortable enough to violate him in that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get me wrong. I think all sexual abuse is horrible, you know, but it, it's like when you hear about people doing like with me when I was molested, it was like I was so young, I barely remember, and I can't really, like, I don't think I, right. I would speak up at that time. It's like 14 years old. It's just like you are aware of everything. You've been grown. I'm sure Hosea was probably masturbating mm-hmm. before that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. he was comfortable enough to violate him while he was well aware of him being, Hosea being a young man. You know, I just feel like it's just terrible. You know, I hope that he seeks the counseling that he needs. I don't know if that has affected him in any way, you know. Just like I said on the show many times, I feel like with men, it's just it's a toss-up. Like some people like me can get past it, but I am gay, you know. And then you have people who is just their lives are just totally ruined. And they're like these drunks and just, you know, hate the world because of it. So, you know, I, I hope that. He uses this moment as a freeing experience. He's getting the help that he needs. His accuser is being brought to justice. And, you know, this also 
is bringing awareness to other victims, you know, knowing that they are not alone. I feel like alone is so many people that have been violated, you know, and they don't know how to talk about it, you know. So I, I'm happy that there are more people coming forward and being like it's not your fault, you know. And it's a lot of us out here. Yeah. That have been through the same struggle. You right. You right. So guys, if you know anybody, you know what I'm saying, or you are the individual that's in a situation like this, don't be scared to come out because the only thing that can happen is that person has who has done something so negative, so vile, so disgusting to you, is the only person that's gonna get ridiculed, you know what I'm saying? Not you. So speak up, definitely. So you can put a predator behind jail and in prison and save other people so they won't get hurt by that same individual. And with that being said, you guys are going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. All right, guys. So this is a crazy topic. I swear, when I read this topic, I was like, my heart was beating a little bit because I was just like, what is what? So. Um, according to Madame Mayor Midor Mayor.com, the site wrote about actor Malik Yoba. So this is Malik Yoba, right? Yes, it is Malik Yoba. Okay. Okay. So that the the site wrote about Malik Yoba. Um and you guys may know him from like Why Did I Get Married? Um, one and two. He was Janet Jackson's husband in that movie. Um and he played in other movies too. Um, but that's the movie I specifically remember him in. And in his public admission that he loves all women, including trans women, the post that he shared on August 26th uh, took it took a while to gather steam. But after about a week of sitting on his Instagram page, when people started responding to Yoba's disclosure, his response was genuinely positive. Um, many commended him for speaking out and raising awareness, uh, particularly as a black man, when black men have often been the perpetrators of violence against black trans women. And I believe Jen spoke about this last week. Yes, I did. Jen? I did. Okay, I did sorry. Okay, so, but it, it seems that there may be more to the story. Now, in a Facebook post uh, that has since gone viral, a woman alleged that Yoba is only sharing his love for trans women to cover up the fact that he used to engage in sexual acts with a trans child prostitute. Um, in a note, she titled, Surviving Malik Yoba, We Had Sex When I Was Just a Teen. Mariah Lopez Ebony said that was over 20 years ago. Yoba paid for sex when with her when she was 13 and 16, a minor. For those who applaud and salute sick Malik Yoba for revealing his, uh, his so-called trans attractive, understand that either because of deeper issues he has or because of society pushing him and others to deep, dark places. His admission to being sexually attracted to trans women is bound to open a Pandora's box for him, not because the women are trans, but because many of the trans women he engaged in sexual exploitation and exploitation with are 14 street times, um, are 14 street times and elsewhere where minors included myself. So 14th Street Times Square is pretty much what she's saying that these uh, situations happen That You always remember celebrity claims. It's like time slows down. You remember every detail 
blood pounding. He was cute, polite, don't get me wrong. But I'm sure he knew he was what he was doing was wrong. New York's child sex abuse laws means Malik will have to face the music. Started to burst a lot of y'all folks' bubbles. And I don't give a fuck who doesn't believe me or feels I'm trying to ride a wave. There's a trend of men of color being embraced by the queer community for like and trans women, despite overwhelming evidence of character flaws. Glaring signs of sex addiction, sex addiction substance, substance abuse, and unchecked mental health issues and inner demons are what drive men to bungee jumping of sex, to the bungee jumping of sex. Fucking and sucking a trans person. That's not love, period. What Malik paid me to do as a 13 and a 16-year-old wasn't love. He's ignoring that I was clearly a child prostitute, wasn't love. Paying for cheap thrills and sex orgasms, begging for sex, unprotected sex, from a runaway trans teen while enjoying stardom as a successful artist and businessman isn't love. Well, what are your thoughts, Jen? I don't know. Yes. I don't breathe know. in and breathe now, out, nigga. Breathe in and breathe out. Like, part of me, I don't know if I believe this person. You know, I just feel like this is your word against his. Like, how can you really prove for one that? That this really happened. Unless multiple people come forward. That's that, that's what I was gonna say. Are there other accusers? I haven't heard anyone coming forward besides this young lady. You know, and also, you know, she was a child prostitute. You know. That's what you did, and it's not. It's not. I'm not trying to make it seem like it's her fault because there are circumstances. People, there is sex trafficking. People are sold to sex every day. Children, um, and then you also have, you know, young people who want to transition, and I think that's what she was basically saying. Like she wanted to transition and she wanted to become or to physically have the female body and that was the quickest way that she could get money to do that you know um but at the same time I feel like I don't know if is my own biases that are making me not believe her and also be like, okay, well, you were a prostitute, you know, because if this was a, in my heart of hearts, and I feel like everyone who's saying they don't believe her, I feel like if this was a little black girl who came forward and was saying she was 13 and all this happened, we would be ready to cancel Malik Yoba. You know what I'm saying? But because this is a transgender, I feel like people are like, well, wait a minute. You know, I need more evidence. Um, but honestly, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just feel like why come out now 
you know, but at the same time, that's that's another thing, you know. Um, people are afraid, you know, and... I don't think it's only that either, though. Like, through sounds of it, yes, people are afraid, but you say, like, you know, why didn't people come out then? They maybe have been afraid then, but, I mean, social media hasn't even been out that long. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people are able to now come out because, I mean, what are you going to do, call up Channel 6 or Fox 6 News? We're like, oh, this happened with Malik Yoba. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. So the way that people that can be heard and, and understand what man talking about is to go on social media and express what the hell happened to them. And, you know, if she said this happened 20 years ago and he's just coming out about it recently. You know, she's probably like, what the fuck? Like, this nigga up there trying to get praise and shit for liking trans girls? I mean, nigga, you was raping me. Or we was having sex when I was young, underage. Motherfucker, you talking like 25, I was 13. You know what I'm saying? Let me, yeah. let, let me let everybody know what the hell he actually did. Because I could have came out on social media six years ago when the shit came out. You know what I'm saying? Or what was about 10 years ago when social media actually came out. But, you know, he wasn't even popping like that. You know, who the hell was Malik yeah. over two years ago? I don't know. But it's just like, who's, you know also, to say so, that he, who's also to say that he did ask the age or he, you know, did assume that she was of age? You know what I'm saying? Yep, I get it. She yep, was saying, yep, like, she yep. clearly looked like, she was saying she clearly looked like a child, you know. But... Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just have so many questions. You know, it's it's just like the man yeah. is clearly he's trying to, you know, help the cause, you know, by saying I'm a straight man that have found transgender women attractive, you know. Um, the only thing is I just think it takes away from his original sentiment because, like you were saying, it to me originally I looked at it as, I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality to where if I found out a woman who is who has transitioned, meaning she has a vagina, you know what I'm saying, um, she's fully has did everything to be physically a woman, I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality to openly admit and have a relationship. That she's fine or the fuck because that's that's different. That's totally different, in my opinion. You said what? Like you, you can said. be comfortable with your. I said to like just like okay, like damn, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Be like, oh, that's an attractive woman. You know, I know she's trans, but she's attractive. But like you have sex with with that individual. Like that's not saying I'm a straight man. You know what I'm saying? Attracted to you know a, a woman. straight. He still identifies as straight. And to me, that's what... What do you think? That is what I, I took it as. And what were you going to say? I, I just said, what, what do were you, you going to say? I mean, I, no, I, just said, what do you I think? Before, before this conversation, I felt like he's... Uh, 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 I feel like a man who is sleeping with a woman who has a transgender woman who has fully transitioned is straight. Like she looks like a woman, everything is about her as a woman. I I feel like that 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 they're straight. Because me as a gay man because I'm just looking at it like from my perspective. Me as a gay man if a if a man was original was born a woman but he has a, the whole male physique and the whole everything and you know, and as a man now, 
if I started sleeping with him, I would still be gay. I, I don't think that would make me be like, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's just how I looked at it. But what she was saying, like she, this was before she even started transitioning, she was doing the prostituting to transition. To me, it sounds like some fetish stuff. If this is even true, because like I said, I don't I don't know if I believe it. You know, if if it is mm-hmm. true, to me, it sounds like more like a fetish compared to a man just being comfortable in his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there are, like I've said this all the time on the show, I just feel like if we're just not at a place in society as black people to where black men will openly be honest about that. So, because I feel like behind mm-hmm. closed doors, there would be a lot of black men who if they saw an attractive woman and she what if she did keep it real and was like, Look, I was born this but she was still a bad bitch, they would still sleep with her. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna be out in public with it. But I, I but they definitely would. You know, so that's just that's just what I think it is, ultimately. But like what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I, I I agree. Um, I just feel like as far as Malik goes, I feel like if he did do this shit and he's just coming out saying this just uh, because somebody was trying to expose him, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I think that overall, I definitely need to hear more details about the story in order to make a clear judgment. Um, and when I get that, then I will have to say everything that I want to say. But I really hope this man you know, in his mid to late 20s, not out here having sex with 13- and 15-year-old people and not asking for their ID. I don't give a damn if it's trans, a man, a woman, anybody. Your grown ass shouldn't be fucking no kid, no baby, no 13-year-old, and begging for unprotected sex. That's crazy. And then I'm also trying to figure out, like, okay, so you have a sex with a trans person. Like, are they, like, I I don't get it. Like, are they fucking you or are you fucking them? And that's another thing. That's another thing. Because like I said, originally, what I thought was when he came out and said, I am trans attracted, I have been attracted to transgender women, I took it as he has dated or he has had sex with women who are fully transitioned, like India Moore or Janet Mark or Haley Sahar you know, women who, like, these super gorgeous, beautiful women, you know, if you've seen them, by all means are women, you know, but they were just not born physically a woman, but they have had the surgeries and everything. That's that's what I thought. But, you know, for what she made it seem like, I don't know. I don't know. To me, she made it seem like it was like some fetish kind of thing, and he didn't want to get exposed. But I'm like, where would he be getting exposed from? You know, and then the thing, too, that you had said about um, the ID, it's like in that line of work, are people asking for IDs? You can't, I mean, are people even honestly like feel like what's their real name? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I guess the only yeah. thing that you could, you could, be safe is make sure a person doesn't look like a child. So like she said, she, she said she looked like a child, you know, period, you know, but um, I don't know. It's all, all around. It's a delicate 
situation, I feel like it has many facets because, like I said, you know, why is she coming out about it now? But I don't want to victim brain, you know. Also, she was a prostitute. But at the end of the day, would I have the same sentiment if she was, you know, if she was not transgender? Because if we look at people like, um, who's the Centoria Brown, you know, who was a child prostitute, she ended up killing her John from anxiety or um, or PTSD or, or whatever she was going through, and she ended up killing her John, and people felt sorry for her, you know, and. It's just like if Santoria was a transgender and she was getting beat on by pimp and all this stuff where people still feel as sorry for her, you know, compared to being this pretty light-skinned girl who, who just looked like she was just dealt the wrong cards in her life. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's, it's tough, ultimately. I agree. I definitely agree, guys. And um, with that said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next topic of the evening. All right, y'all, next topic. So let's say Jen talks. Go ahead. Go ahead and talk. (laughs) Isn't it my turn? Yes. Okay, okay, guys, let's go ahead and let Jen talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, you was ready to. You was ready, honey. Anyways, this is according to Us Magazine. Nine months after stepping down as the 2019 Oscars host over his past homophobic tweets, Kevin Hart is coming under fire again for interrupting Lil Nas X's explanation of why he came out as gay. Uh, marketing executive Paul Rivera asked Lil Nas X, who's 20 years old, about his decision on the Tuesday um, show of HBO's The Shop Uninterrupted. Before the old town, the old town road rapper had a chance to respond. Hart, who's forty, blurted out, "He said he was gay. So what?" Um, Lil Nas X, uh, real name is Montero Lamar Hill, then explained that he was not forced to come out, but wanted to do so because he had been taught to hate that shit growing up. Hey, what? Hey, what? The stand-up comedian interrupted him again. Homosexuality, gay people. Uh, the Panini singer said, why, Hart asked, why are you going up to hate? And then Lil Nas X responded, come on now. If you're really from the hood, you know. Um, the Georgia-born hitmaker then clarified that he was not trying to seek attention by coming out at a high point in his career. Um, Old Tyrell became the longest-running number one in the history of Billboard Hot 100 chart in late July. If you're doing this while you're at the top, you know it's real, he said. Is showing that sexuality sexuality doesn't really matter. Hart's reaction sparked an angry reaction from many social media users, with some accusing the ride-along actor of dismissing or gaslighting Lil Nas X. Kevin Hart acting like he doesn't know why Lil Nas X would be scared to come out is like someone who stole the thing you lost helping you look for it. Fellow comedian Philip Henry tweeted. Another Twitter user wrote, he said he was gay, so what? Kevin Hart knows exactly the so what is here and why a young black boy would closet his sexuality until he believes it was safe. Why not simply listen? Give Lil Nas X the space and deference to tell his story. A third viewer tweeted, 
he answered the question like it was directed to him. Let a grown man answer his own damn questions, Kevin. Others applauded Lil Nas X for having a mature response to Hart's remarks. Lil Nas handled this so well. Kevin still has to work has work to do, a Forbes Twitter user wrote. Another added, I respect Lil Nas X for not launching Kevin Hart across the room. How are you going to act like homophobia in the black community doesn't exist when you dropped out of hosting the Oscars last year because you were being homophobic? The backlash over the pre-taped episode came after Hart was hospitalized with major back injuries that he sustained in the car accident in Los Angeles on Sunday. Um, September 1st, his wife, Nico Hart, said the next day that he is going to be just fine. What are your thoughts, Ms. Angel Pondrina? I think that Kevin Hart kind of just needs to mind his own business. You know, if he didn't want to, obviously, and, and he's acting so fucking stupid. Like, come on. You really don't know why he didn't come out as, you know what I'm saying, gay originally. Hell, he may not even have been able to be successful in the rap, you know, game or the country game or anything because he's a, a, a man and he's black and he's gay. Like, let's be serious. It's hard enough just being, you know what I'm saying, a man as gay that's coming out to people, but also he has to face the fact that he's uh, African-American as well. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's just like a black woman trying to get a job in a high-paid position. Motherfucker, I'm not going to let you know I'm black or that I'm a woman yet until I get that job interview. You will see who the fuck I am, and then you will make your decision based off how intelligent I am. You know what I'm saying? So Kevin Hart can make me with that bullshit. That sounds stupid. And I don't understand why he don't understand all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even with Kevin Hart, like, people, they're making all these homophobic jokes all the time. I don't think that he did it as a a type of stunt. You know, so I think that, you know, that's just who he was. He didn't feel comfortable coming out yet. You know, I feel like it takes some time for people who have been known as maybe a player or attractive or dated girls in the past to actually come out and be like, okay, I'm not interested in none of that shit. I like this, period. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a lot of strength for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not comfortable coming out right away, letting the whole entire world know who they are. You know, it takes time for, for you to go ahead and be thinking, like, okay, is this what I want to do? Is this who I really am? He's trying to find himself. But so the fact that Kevin Hart is just like, is this a publicity sign or are you just trying to, like, shut up? Shut the fuck up. Because was nobody saying into the publicity stuff when he was up there fucking, uh, fucking off on your girl. You know what I'm saying? Having sex with uh, a whole entire bitch being reported. So... You know what the fuck it is. Don't even go there. And don't try and shit on nobody else because of what they're going through or what they have gone through in the past because she don't know his story. And I like Kevin Hart, but I think he needs to calm the fuck down. Anyway, Jun. <laughs> you hit the nail on the coffin. It's funny because I was listening to the Scorpion Show's podcast, and he was they were literally saying the same thing. It's like, how does straight men have all these questions about homosexuality and are this dramatic, but in the same breath can go and cheat on their wives or go and cheat on their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like you can sit here and, and judge and point the finger at a motherfucker, but you living your life straight wrong, okay? Um, yep. But yeah. I, I felt the same way. You know, I think to me, I looked at what Kevin Hart was doing as a – it was funny because I can't remember the comedian, but it was um, Tiffany Haddish's comedy show, They Ready on Netflix. And the comedian was talking about how her husband's white. And she said she'll have, she'll go around black people 
and they're just like, oh, okay, that's like, you know, because how, you know, I, she was basically saying, because she's a black woman, like, she's not like an Oreo, or she's not a wannabe, like, she's clearly a black woman, like, very much black, proud of who she is, but she has a white husband, who's very white, mm-hmm. like, he's not trying to act black, <laughs> he's okay with who he is, you know what I'm saying, and comfortable with who he is, mm-hmm. and when people see them together, especially black people, she, she said that black people are she's like, oh, okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what I got from Kevin Hart was, like, it clearly makes him, or maybe not makes him uncomfortable, but it's just, like, something, yeah, I would say uncomfortable. It's something that makes him uncomfortable or something that he's, he doesn't really want to talk about. But at the same time, he doesn't want to look like a homophobe. So it was just kind of like a he thought by him being like, so what, he's gay, blah, blah, it made him look more so. He thought it would make him look better, but it made him more so look like he was trying to end the conversation or, you know, change the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was wrong in general to act confused by why a gay black man from the hood is not comfortable with coming out when you literally had homophobic tweets and was talking about how you wouldn't mm-hmm. want your son to be gay, you know what I'm saying, as a black man mm-hmm. from the hood, it's just like you know the stigma. And I think that's why it takes people forever to come, come out, for, um, forever to just come out because of they know where they're from. They know the people around, who they're around. So, you know what I'm saying, like me, for instance, I didn't fully come out until I was 23. You know what I'm saying? Like, to everyone, you know, I was out to people I was, like, people that I was really close with, you know, obviously people that I was mm-hmm. sleeping with, you know, beforehand. But as far as, like, to my parents, I didn't come out until I was 23 years old, you know. And it's then I even know that. It's just like, huh? I, said, I didn't oh, even I'm know sorry. that. Either. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's the same thing. It's just kind of like you, um, you know the you know the people you, who who you're around. They're homophobic. They always making gay remarks, even though they might even have an inkling that you're gay. You haven't admitted it, so they still feel comfortable enough to sit and say shit that, if you were open about who you were, what makes you uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? They have sit and. Throw the yeah. F-bomb, the, the faggot wearing around every now and then. So it's just like, you know, you don't want to get wrapped up in that, you know, and you end up hiding who you are, you know. So it, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot. I just feel like why would he really even ask that question? Like it's it's just like he already knew the and that's that's something you already knew the answer to. Like you already knew why this man was not comfortable coming out and, and, and felt the need I to guess come it's out. I guess like he was probably uncomfortable. I feel like I yeah. just say he was uncomfortable. He just had to it's just something that just slipped out of his mouth. Well, why was you you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, why? And then he probably thought about that shit after it's like, Oh my god, why the fuck did I say this dumb ass shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I just feel like it, he really was just uncomfortable. You know how sometimes you're in a situation and you're uncomfortable as a bitch and you just say what the hell is on your mind or say just say anything at all just to 
gets the, the, the everybody from looking at you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, why did I say yeah. that? That's so stupid, you know what I'm saying? So, I thought yeah. that's probably what it was at that moment. But Kevin Hart needs to practice. Maybe if this is your, your weak spot, talking about trans, genders, or your gay men, or whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this is the type of conversations that you should interview practice on in the house with your wife. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, or, or, you know. not, or not talk about it. Like you, if you know that's gonna right. come up, child, you can sit. You can sit quiet. You know, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen where it's like I'll be with a group of my friends and we'll be sitting talking about these. And you know, for the most part, the straight guys they do be pretty quiet. They be like, "Well, shit, this is not my fight. I don't really understand. I don't want to say nothing crazy. You know, so I'm just gonna shut up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's good though. At the same it's time, it's like from me talking like a fool, right? And then it's just oh, exactly, exactly. But it's like at the same time, it's it just had me thinking, like, damn, like black men, we have a way to go. Like it's just like I just don't get why this is just such a, a a big issue and why there are still people out here who are homophobic and why there are still people out here who, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. We've crazy. got a long way to go. They're crazy. <laughs> That's all. They're just crazy. Well, with that being said, guys, we're going to go ahead and move on to our last topic of the evening. Okay, guys, so this is kind of a long one, but according to People.com, Nicki Minaj is cleaning up her abrupt retirement announcement and says that she'll explain the decision soon. After seemingly announcing her retirement from music in a surprising tweet on Thursday, fans of the rapper expressed their shock and confusion. Can you please just address this retirement thing, one Twitter user wrote? You never let this hurt in our in your entire career, which is hurting, Nicki. I'm still right here, Minaj36 reassured the fan on Twitter, still madly in love with you guys, and you know that. In hindsight, this should have been a clean radio discussion, and it will be, she continued, referring to her Apple Beats one show. I promise you guys will be happy. No guests, just us talking about everything. The tweet was abrupt and intensive. Um, excuse me, insensitive. I apologize, babe, Minaj added. In response to the second fan who wrote and asked the rapper to talk to us, Nikki Minaj, um, she promised that she would explain everything to her fans soon. And she wrote, I promise I love you so much. On Thursday, the Megatron rapper appeared to announce in a since deleted tweet that she is retiring from the spotlight, saying that she wants to focus on family. Reps for Minaj should not immediately respond to people's requests for a comment on Thursday. I've decided to retire and have a family, Minaj said. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do it to the death of me. Love you for life. Now, to add a bit of information that you may or may not know about, the surprising tweet came as the musician has hinted a new album as well as changing her personal life in the past few months. In June, Minaj said that she has a boyfriend, Kenneth Dupetti, 31, and acquired a marriage license. We did get our marriage license, Minaj, revealed on Queen Radio. I think I have what I've been striving for, just happiness. It was a, so hard to get to this happy place. Now that I'm there, I don't want to compromise that for anyone or anything. Then in July, Minaj appeared to confirm that she was engaged and expecting. In her chance to rapper collaborations, Zannies and Fools, 
Last month, the hip-hop star chart changed her Twitter display um, from Ms. Minaj to Mrs. Petty. In just days after revealing that she and Petty had renewed their marriage license. Uh, many fans had expressed concern over Petty's criminal past. He's a level two sex offender in New York and has served seven years in prison for shooting for the shooting death of Lamont Robinson. But Minaj doesn't appear to care about the criticism. Addressing her boyfriend, Minaj responded to the fans in the comment section of one of the, of her Instagram posts, writing, "He was 15. He was 16 in a relationship. But go off internet. Y'all can't ruin my life. Y'all can't even run your own lives. Thank you, boo. All right. So." What that means, Sajan, what do you think this means for hip-hop? I mean, Nicki Minaj is retiring. I mean, is that just as big as, you know, the dream, saying that he's retired, no longer releasing music? I mean, we know how big it was for the dream. I love the dream. Hell, should I still wish his ass right. to come up and get some popping ass shit right now? You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that's big than the dream, saying he's retiring. Don't get me wrong. I, and you know, that was I big. Was that was big. And the, dream, and the dream had an era, but, I mean, his era has passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just feel like he's kind of at this point dated, you know, and I don't really feel like we need any more from him, at least not right now. You know, maybe he needs to go underground and, you know, find new inspirations. But it's just like, it's, to me, I, now, and I used to love the dream, but it's like his music just has not progressed. It sounds the same, you know. It's clearly him, you know. Um but as far as Nicki Minaj, I feel like that would be uh, that would definitely take a toll to the hip hop community. You know, I I feel like she has been a trailblazer in many ways, and a lot of women, if not all of these new rappers, have been influenced by her at some point from style, from flow. You know, I was listening to Doja Cat earlier today, like this new song by her, and I was like, damn, she's sounding like Nicki Minaj. You know, and it's just like people go in on her because she's still relevant, she's still present, but Nicki Minaj has, I mean, she has made a wave, and she's, by all means, the queen of rap, and by all means, like, has influenced hip-hop culture, period, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not ready for Nicki Minaj to, to retire, you know, I do think that is important, it's like, as a public figure, to take time out for your family, and to not give your life to the public because at the end of the day, they will always turn on you and um, you will not have anything for yourself besides your wealth and besides like your family, but you will not have any personal connections. So I definitely feel like it's important for you to, now that she's with the love of her life and she's planning on getting married for her to settle down and have children, but I still think that she should still be creating music, you know what I'm saying, and prepare. Yeah. You know, not trying to compare the two, but she needs to put like a Cardi B. She get the shit done. You know what I'm saying? You know you about to be locked up for six months to a year. Go ahead, bust the shit out now. Do what you need to do so you can plan for your next year. You know, to spend just with your baby and with your kid. I mean, with your husband and y'all travel and be ugly and do everything that y'all need to do. You know, and when it's time for a new era, you know, we can move on to a new era. But by all means, Nicki Minaj yeah. is iconic. I, I feel like she gets enough credit, but she still does not get enough credit. 
you know, and I'm I'm not ready for her to mm-hmm. leave yet. What about you? Yeah, um, I just think that, you know, it's like, mm, it, it, it's interesting. But, hell, you know, Nicki Minaj is 36. I think that it is deeper than just her trying to work on her family. Like, she's popping, she's hot still, but I think Nicki Minaj is feeling some type of way about all these new young artists coming in. I think that when she leaves, she wants to still leave with the crown. You know what I'm saying? And it's a possibility that these other women, they may come in, and they could try to take the crown that she has. You know what I'm saying? They come up with something popping, something more better. I mean, it's more hip-hop rappers, women out here. I mean, because you got to think, for the longest time, there was, I mean, it was, you know, Little Kim, the Brad, you know what I'm saying, all of them. But for a long period of time, like our high school time, it was just Nicki Minaj. I mean, we didn't really hear about any new female rappers that was hotter than her. We heard Trina. We heard Diamond. You know what I'm saying? Eve was here and there, but nobody was Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was hot as fuck. The niggas loved her. The bitches loved her. Everybody loved Nicki Minaj. So now we got this Cardi B, the other chick, I forget her name, that came in, you know, the hot summer chick. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else I just heard about. So they got all these new younger female rappers that are coming in. And Nicki Minaj is like, look, bitch, I ain't got time to fight for my crown because I already got it. So I got the crown. I'm going to leave retired. I'm going to have my baby. I'm, a, I'm, I'm married. And I'm going to focus on family. And I'm going to focus on possibly doing something else with all this money I got. You know what I'm saying? So people, they may not be ready to see Nicki Minaj retire, but she can be doing something else. I mean, once again, 36. She probably going to get ready to start going to the whole hot flash stage. Who the hell wouldn't be on stage, you know what I'm saying, looking like motherfucking Tina Turner sweating and shit like a motherfucker? Uh, first of all, Jen, you can actually start uh, menopause in your early 30s, okay? So she can, and my mom actually started menopause when she was like 35 years old. So you definitely can, uh, and and it's it's not like, you know what I'm saying, it's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that maybe this is not something that she wants to do. She's 36. Yes, she's young, but she's really not that young. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers be telling you not to have babies after the age of 40. She's yeah, a few years from that. You know, so I think that right now is it is time for Nicki Minaj not to retire, but to really go ahead and focus on building a family, having some babies. You know what I'm saying? Giving her kids a life that they, you know what I'm saying, they, they could never dream about having. It's like that everybody they want. And, you know what I'm saying, focus on possibly doing some acting, some more acting. She was really good in the movies that she acted in. And she did a great job. So maybe focus on that or focus on, you know what I'm saying, the blogging or something else. You know, she don't have to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? If she want to go on a few radio stations or a few, you know what I'm saying, do a few songs or whatever, okay, that's cool. But that's not, that don't have to be her to death. You know what I'm saying? Like Ice Cube, honestly. Like when you think of fucking Ice Cube, do you think of him as a rapper, nigga, or do you think of him as a fucking individual who who does movies? I think of him as a producer, a motherfucker who is producing movies, a beastie-ass nigga. I think of Friday when I think of Ice Cube. I definitely don't think of him being in, like, rap groups at all, not once, ever. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. maybe that. that is something for her to go ahead and transition into something else. Maybe it's about that time, something that her children can look at her and be like, dang, Look at mom. And it was news reported, you know, a few months ago that she was pregnant. I haven't seen any photos of her being pregnant. But if she's pregnant, then it's definitely time for her to work on something. Now, she only be talking about how good her pussy is. 
or her fatter ass how she wanted to eat her ass when she had a baby on the way. Like, ew, who wants to hear about your ass being ate when you got a baby in your front? <laughs> like, I don't. So right. maybe he's trying to transition. And you know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. Shit, she been doing rapping so long. Maybe it's time to do something else. Let these young hoes out here try and have it. Come back in like a year or two. Bust it down on these bitches again. Let them know, bitch, I'm still the queen. All right, let me move around. Let me finish on what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? She can always come back. But I just don't want to say that she's retiring. It, it's not factual. Like how the dream said, bitch, I'm retiring. And nigga, he never came back ever. And I was fast. I just don't want her to like be like, I'm retiring and come back. Like, bitch, I'm back. Like, no. You're retiring me. <laughs> don't just be like the motherfucking 60 year olds are like, I'm retiring. And then, you know, two years later, they in a call center calling the mother getting $8 an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. But anyways, yeah. guys, that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our confession question of the day. All right, guys. So our confession question of the day is, is it possible to lead a person on without knowing it? Or are you just clueless? Again, is it possible to lead a person on without knowing what you're doing? Or are you just that clueless? Jen, have you ever led an individual on without even knowing that you led that motherfucker on? And you was just like, oopsies, I did that, oopsies. Or were you like, look, bitch, you fine and say, I'm going to go ahead and lead you on real quick for the one, two. And uh, I'm going to pretend like I'm cool with even though I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I don't think that I've ever let a person on. Like, I definitely I definitely feel like, you know, there may have been times where people have took what I meant wrong, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like overall I'm very, like, an intentional person, you know, and um, I just feel like if I like someone, I would let them know that I like them, like, in some sort of way. I may not come out and say, like, I like you, but I definitely feel like a person could tell that I'm attracted to them compared to a person that doesn't, like, you know. So I just feel like if at any point someone – so when you say let them on, do you mean, like, let them on, like, into thinking I wanted to be in a relationship or just, like, I like them? Like, I got a crush on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like the way you look. Like, are, are you clueless? And vice versa, like, do you think that, like, do you know when people, like, got a crush on you? Like, are you aware of that or do you be, like, clueless? Like, oh, my God, I had no idea she liked Yeah, I can definitely tell. And I definitely feel like I am good at, like, like slightly curving. Like, I feel like I, I always, like, if I can tell someone's attracted to me, like, you know what I'm saying? I make it known, like, that I'm in a relationship or, you know, that I look at them as just a friend. Like, I don't want any kind of nothing. You know, I, I definitely feel like people should not ever confuse me with me ever trying to lead them on or think that I ever liked them at a certain point. Now, I have, you know what I'm saying, not been totally honest, like, with someone, and, like, I think that's only, like, once, where it was just, like, I wasn't in 
a relationship with a person, and I could tell they really liked me, but I just was attracted to them. You know what I'm saying? But I could tell they really liked me. And I remember years later, I I had apologized to that person. Like, I, randomly, I saw them on, like, one of the social medias. I can't remember which one. And I just, like, messaged them and was just like, I really apologize for, you know, everything. And they was like, thank you for that, you know. Wow. Because, yeah. Cause I mean, it, I don't know why, why did you do I, that? I just, it was just, all, it was, you said what? So why did you, you do that? Like, why did you feel that? Why did you do that to that person? Why would you be so horrible on me? Because I could just tell that they, and just being, uh, you know, I, I feel like it has to be like a balance. Like I, I feel like in like with relationships, you all have to be on the same page. And then also feel like the person is not, like, head over heels. Like, I, I feel like being head over mm-hmm. heels for somebody, that is that has to be, like, something that's earned. Like, I don't think that that's something. To me, when it, I felt like when it was overnight, it, it scared me. Like, I felt like with this guy, I felt like he really liked me, and it was just, like, I, didn't, I don't feel like I deserved I deserve that attention. You know, I, I just felt like it was, and it could be, it could have been my insecurities, but I just felt like it was just like, uh, you know, this is going to go from infatuation to this motherfucker being crazy. So instead of me getting mm-hmm. that deep, I'm just going to, keep my distance but at the same time entertain just enough. You know, you get what I'm saying? And that's what I think. But at the same mm-hmm. time I knew how much she really liked me. You know. Oh, it was oh it was a, it was a chick? No, it was a guy. This this was a guy. This was actually with before like right before I moved down here. Yeah. Okay. Um, mhm. And yeah, it was just I, I just I just felt like I was wrong. Like I should have just been honest, like, hey, and told him like either you coming on too strong or you know, because I was attracted to him, like you know, but it was just like I was just I just felt like you doing too much too soon, you know, and I should have said what was he doing that was too much. Like, he always wanted to be around me. He just always wanted to be around me. Oh. And I remember, like, what really, like, creeped me out was one day he ended up just, I went to work. This was, like, when I had, like, my apartment. I went to work, and he stayed at my apartment the whole day. And But he it, he wasn't a bum. Like, he had his own job. He had a job. He had a car. He had his own place. You know what I'm saying? But he wanted to sit at my house all day and wait for me to get off of work. And I'm just like, uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, it was just like little <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Or he would just constantly text me. It was just like, you know, it was. Mm-hmm. he was just really clean. He was really clingy. He was really clingy. But he was a really Lord, nice guy. He sounds like I, a, he sounds, do you know, do you remember, what, don't tell me, but do you remember what his Zodiac sign was? I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say he sounds like a Sagittarius, honestly. 
<laughs> you say he sounds like a Sagittarius? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you like that? Absolutely. That Sagittarius written all over it. I, will, I wish you would find that out and see and let me know later on. That nah, I was like. Right. But anyway. My husband's not about to kill me. Not, 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 find, not find his name. Not find out who he is, fool ass nigga. I'm just saying, find out, you know. You know, like how you maybe remember some back in the past. Like, oh, yeah, maybe he was. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying, like, reach mm-hmm. out to the fool. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be, like, right. convincing you to be a whole-ass, you know what I'm saying, cheater or anything like that. Right. Anyways, um, right, <laughs> I'm not that person, guys. I'm not that person. And I don't know why Zim would think that I was that person. And he's been a bad person. Yeah, no, I know. I know I'm just being ugly. Is it possible to lead a person on without knowing what you're doing, or are you just that clueless? I definitely feel like a lot of people are clueless. And I also feel like you, a lot of people, they know what they're doing when they lead an individual on. Um, I know that sometimes you may do it and you don't expect to lead a person on. I know that I was, uh, I worked, I don't know, about this is 2016, about four years ago. Um, I worked at a place, and um, I remember I, w- I went outside for a walk one day. And I remember this guy, he was on a, on a bicycle, and he just came up next to me. And he was riding his bike and talking to me. And it was super weird. He was like, do you know what this place is? I was like, no. He's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm like, okay, hi, I'm so-and-so. And, like, literally, he just talked to me. And I was just like, for, like, my whole lunch break. And I was on lunch break for, like, 40 minutes. And I was just like, okay, this nigga's riding along. And, you know what I'm saying? I already mentioned that I just got married, like, you know, a year and a half ago. And this and that and other. So, and I had a child. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought it was weird. The next day, I'm going out for my walk, you know, at the Journal Center when I had worked there. Here this nigga go again, just waiting for me. I'm like, this is creepy. Next day, I'm like, all right, let me go a different way. He's seeing me go a different way, bro, and he actually sat there, rode his bike, and, like, followed me again, like, was trying to talk to me. And then I think that fourth day, um, I came outside, and I looked, and I seen him again, and I was like, I'm going to go back in the building because this is getting real weird. And he, like, and he sat there for, like, I, like an hour or two waiting for me to come. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, and I and I didn't, I just didn't take my birthday day. So I guess he, uh, I don't know. But the next day he wasn't there. I'm like, ooh. So this is one situation where I was just like, okay, you know, I'm walking, doing my normal thing, and somebody was like stalking me. I thought they were talking. Why was he on his bike? Another time I was, oh, uh, maybe that was his uh, transportation. Ew. <laughs> so, because he said he was from Chicago. I was like, oh, I just got here. Me, I mean, my sister just moved up here from Chicago. I was just like, oh, okay. Nice. Also, I'm like, I'm just taking a walk. Not you trying to, not you trying, and I can't stand that. That shit pisses me off. I can't stand a motherfucker trying to holler. <laughs> and how you trying to holler and break up a happy home, nigga? He needs that damn car. Bro. That's why I was like, on a bike. I'm like, is this nigga like, because you know, I can't see this. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was like, is he white? You know, because I was like, oh, niggas don't be biking, like, working out on bikes. He definitely wasn't white. He was a black man. I'm like, okay, sir. And then I remember another time where I was a little clueless, where. 
I was helping somebody out with their resume. You know what I'm saying? I got them a job. I helped them out with the resume. And, um, you know, they were, like, what I would tell, what my old, uh, my mentor told me is that he was the type of guy who would be, like, he thought that he, he looked real good. So he thought that he could just kind of, like, persuade you into anything and do anything for you, you know, and do anything. Like, he was just like a creep like that, you know what I'm saying? So I know that. Um, like, I remember he, um, he wanted to take me out, like, out, out to eat to say thank you for creating his resume. And I also literally got him a job. Like, I called some connections, and I got him actually a job from somebody that I knew. And um, he wanted to take me out. Like, I just want to take you out to thank you. And I was like, no, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm married. You know, woo-woo-woo. Like, he got real mad, but I had spent a lot of time with him. I spent a lot of time with him, helping him out with his resume, a lot of face-to-face interactions, a lot of um, helping him out with, you know, interview steps, a lot of phone conversations. So I don't think that those conversations will have led to me being, uh, like, like I would be clueless, but I don't think that, because, I mean, it wasn't inappropriate or anything like that, but it was also like, okay, homeboy, you know what I'm saying, like, we are talking about business the whole time. So I don't understand, like, what his goals is, what his future looks like, what do he want to do when he gets older. Now, he's much younger than me. You know, I'm 29 right now. He's probably about 25 or 26 right now. So, you know, I'm older than him. So I was just letting him know, like, you know, no, this is appropriate. He got, like, pissed off, like, what the fuck? Like, I can't take you out. Like, nigga, no, you can't take me out. Are you crazy? And I didn't say that. I was just like, you're being very disrespectful. I'm going to have to um, end this phone call. Like, like respectful like that, like business. I'm like, being very disrespectful. I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, hang up this call if you continue to curse on the line. <laughs> you know, being extra professional. <laughs> being extra professional. And this nigga's like going crazy on the line. And I'm like, this nigga is acting like he's in love with me for no reason at all. And it was just super creepy because he was just called back. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And once again, I mean, it's been a few situations that's happened like that, you know, in different scenarios and stuff like that, you know. And I'm just like, bro, like, I'm just regular ass angels. Like, why are people acting crazy right now? And I'm just being, like, it's the difference between helping people out and then, you know what I'm saying, leading motherfuckers all in my opinion. And I feel like when you're trying to help somebody out and be genuine and nice and this is your business that you're doing, then it's different than, like, I'm not, nigga, I don't like you like that. I'm just trying to help your ass out. You know what I'm saying? Like, despite what you look like, nigga, I have a whole entire husband. So, you know, you think that you're attractive, nigga, that don't mean that I think you're attractive. I'm just trying to help your ass out. So I can get more right. leads and more people to go ahead and come to me so I can get paid some money, nigga. Like, what are you doing? What are you thinking is going to happen right now? So it was just super weird. But um, that was another situation. So personally, what I'm saying is that do I think it's possible to lead the person on without knowing what you're doing? Yes, I do think that it is possible to lead the person on uh, without knowing what you're doing. Um, But I also think that a lot of people, they lead people on on purpose, and they're not really that clueless. And... If you, and this, once again, it's a different situation. So this is the last scenario. So I feel like if you have somebody talking to you about sexual and inappropriate things, that's leading somebody on, and you know exactly what the fuck you do. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's mm. talking to you about ass and titties and dicks and all that. Like, come on, let's be serious. Y'all know what the, you know mm-hmm. the fuck is wrong, and that's not even a conversation that you should be engaging with in, in any scenario if you're in a relationship, period. 
that's leading the individual on and that's the topic of conversation that you continue to have, then you need to you need your eyes beat by your smiles because uh you being extra inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? Sex, pussies, dicks, all that type of no, titties, no. Those are my conversations. Chest, don't talk about it. It's inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? That's right. leading the motherfucker on and you know exactly what you're doing. But something like what I did with my, my resume corporation or whatever like that, helping somebody get a job, doing what I love, trying to make sure that my family is straight, yeah, you could be the person on and not know what you're doing because it's like I'm just doing my job. I have to spend time with you to do my job. You know what I'm saying? I have to understand what type of job you're looking for and try and get you a position that you need by doing my job. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that you can do. And somebody that can be close to you and not understand and want to date you and want to be with you, compliment you, and you're like, okay, thanks, nigga, as long as I get my money. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're not being inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? There's no sexual contact or conversation being had. So those are the two scenarios in my situation. So, yeah, but um, that's it. That's it. Jennifer, anything else that you want to add to that topic before we go ahead and end this show? No. No, he said, guys. No. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to our show this evening. We all want you all to tune in next Sunday at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. And we're going to have it all for you guys. So make sure you guys listen to us on Blog Talk, send us those confessions at confession number 2 com, And don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, Jean Othello. And you are listening to the one and the only Confession Sessions. Hey, hey. Good night, mate. Take the hit, hey, 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 hey